What is up, my friend? Welcome and hello to episode 13 of the Yours Truly podcast. I am your host. I am Claire Tuning, registered dietitian, registered yoga teacher, and owner of Yours Truly Nutrition, where I approach nutrition um, from a different and more gentle way. We call it gentle nutrition. So this is nutrition that doesn't involve macros. It doesn't involve any specific quote-unquote diet, um, but rather it's nutrition that truly nourishes your mind your body and your spirit and allows you to live a little bit more gently and kindly with yourself and really grow to the best version of yourself and be the expert in your own body. So on today's episode, I am once again flying solo towards the latter part of this month, which is October and throughout the beginning part of November. I have some really amazing guests planned um, for this show, some people who have been really important and instrumental in um, my life and my career path, and also some people who I really, really admire what they do from afar, and I had the guts to up and ask them if they would be a guest on the podcast, and since they're so kind, um, all of them said yes. So starting next week and in through the next couple of months, I'm going to have some super exciting guests, Um, but until then... I am back for one more episode of Just Me. So uh, me, you, yours, Julie, all of us just hanging out together. But today I want to talk about um, balance. And I want to give you three tips to improve your sense of balance in your life. Um, and these are going to be really actionable tips, actionable items, because there's nothing that I hate more when you like read an inspirational book or like you log on to Pinterest or you listen to a podcast and they're like, three tips and it's just like these three things that are surrounded by like fluff and um, you know they may have a good message behind them but it's just picture perfect it's not actually giving you the tips the tricks and the tools to implement into your own life starting today which is what I want to do here so I want to give you three tips on how to introduce a better sense of balance into your life um, in a way that you can start today and in a way that isn't super overwhelming to you. Um, this idea actually came to my mind because I have been traveling the past couple weekends and um, throughout the next couple weekends into the, the first part of November, I'm going to uh, keep traveling. And I think sometimes the tendency that all of us can fall into when we're traveling or when we're off our normal routine is the sense of feeling imbalanced. Um, and this comes from a variety of different things. This can come from maybe sleeping, um, less or maybe more than we're used to. It can be eating a different variety of foods than we typically include in our daily life. It can be moving less or maybe moving more than we usually do. And all of this stuff um, that is kind of off track from our normal set routine for our bodies can contribute to a sense of imbalance or feeling like you need to get back on track. And I think for um, a lot of people, myself included, this can be a really overwhelming um, thing to come back into after coming off of a trip or coming off a vacation when you feel so imbalanced that you're you're kind of thinking to yourself, like, am I, am I ever going to be as balanced as I was before? Or like, what can I do to start feeling better right now? So that's what this episode is going to be about. I have three tips for you guys as usual, if you could kind of like see what I'm doing right now. I um, never really have a script for myself, but I've scribbled down some notes um, so my little rabbit brain doesn't get too off track, but the notes are super, super messy, scribbled out on like a half sheet of ripped notebook paper. We're super professional over here at Yours Truly. Um, We love technology, aka notebook paper, but um, we're just going to go ahead and start with number one. So this first one is something that I see a lot, especially since we are so 
um, major into social media in our day and age. We are constantly bombarded with pictures, with images, kind of going back to the Pinterest thing that I said earlier with, with blog posts, with podcasts of all of these people projecting an idea of balance or what balance may look like for their life. And um, I think a lot of people tend to get stressed out by what gets depicted as quote unquote balance. So my first tip for you is don't let the idea of balance imbalance you. I'll say it one more time because sometimes it's a little bit hard to digest because I have two opposite words right beside each other. So don't let the idea of balance imbalance you. Meaning, when I come back to all those things like the the pretty Instagram photos, the podcast, the inspirational books, all these things that, yeah, they may mean well, they are all representing a single shot in time um, that may or may not most of the time be a really rigid idea of balance. I always come back to the example of Instagram because that is the platform that I love. I bear my heart and my soul on Instagram and I hang out there the most. So obviously I see the most content that is being put out there. And again, not all of it is coming from a malicious place or a bad place, but a lot of the times when we're looking at these super picture perfect um, pictures of like a vacation or someone's really perfect body or someone's really perfect, colorful looking plate. And it's all represented as this idea of balance. Um, this idea of balance becomes really rigid and it fits into a pretty box that is portrayed on our screen that makes us feel like, Hey, if I can't make that a reality for my life, or if I can't make my sense of balance look like that, then it's stressing me out and I will never be able to achieve that sense of balance. And the main thing that I want to get across here is balance is not a static thing that you just achieve. Balance is not this static ideal that you like run two miles, meditate for 20 minutes and eat raw kale and then like bing, you're balanced. If you could see my hands right now, I just did like bing and like I was motioning like confetti was flying everywhere. But um, balance is not static like that. It's not a, a set checklist of things that you have to do in order to achieve or maintain this glorious um, kind of put on a pedestal state Um, Rather, balance or real-life balance, what it looks like for you is going to be different from what it looks like for me or the next person. Rather than being static, it's actually very fluid. And this is something that doesn't get talked about a lot. Um, Some of my favorite, you know, dietitians and social media influencers, they do a really great job of talking to this. But I think it's a really important message to put out there because, Um, what works for you one day is not going to work for you the next day, um, is not going to work for you a year from now. And you know, our bodies, this is what I always, always tell my clients. And it, you can really see it um, when you talk about body weight. In my personal practice, I do not have an emphasis or a focus on body weight, but I'll use it for an example here because we all um, tend to be kind of numbers focused in our brain and it can really get my point across well here. But your body changes and fluctuates every single day. For example, if you were to take your weight one morning um, and then you were to take your weight the next morning and the next morning and the next morning, and you were to kind of plot your weight over a month, two months, a year's period of time, whatever, um, even if you weren't trying to lose or gain weight, maybe you were just trying to maintain, the graph would still be up and down. Your body experiences fluctuations on a daily basis. So with the example of weight, um, this is a physical example. So yes, you experience physical fluctuations and changes every single day, but this also applies to your mindset, to your attitude, to your mood, like 
as you have very well experienced before, I am sure of it. Um, some days you wake up feeling great, feeling amazing, feeling super motivated. Other days, maybe nothing significant happened or changed over that 24-hour, 48-hour period of time, but you wake up feeling a little bit different. Maybe you feel a little bit quieter or a little bit more introverted that day, or maybe you feel the opposite. But my point here is we are not the exact same every single day, so it's silly to think the, the idea of balance is this static thing that we simply achieve. Because if we as humans are growing, changing, fluctuating every single day, our personal definitions of balance are obviously going to need to change to fit those fluctuations as well. So um, I use, though, the example of weight and mindset kind of as like a micro perspective, kind of looking what happens to ourselves on a daily or maybe weekly basis. But this also applies to ourselves on a much bigger level or that macro perspective, meaning that um, our definitions of balance are going to change throughout different seasons of life. What worked for you when you were 15 probably won't be your same definition of balance when you're 25. Um, same thing for me now. I'll use myself as an example. My own unique definitions of what balance feels like in my own body as a 23-year-old may not apply or may not hold the same weight for a mom of four who's 38, 39 years old, right? We are simply in different seasons of life, so our definitions of balance for our own personal selves will change and will need to fluctuate in order to reflect um, and hold space for the differences that we may experience throughout different seasons of life. So bottom line here, balance is relative. Don't let someone else's depiction or description of balance make you feel like balance is unattainable for your lifestyle. The most important thing that you can do is to kind of take a step back um, and start to define your own sense of balance for the season of life or the moment of life you are in right now. Meaning, well, when are those glimpses throughout your days or weeks where you feel really grounded, really rooted, really in control and confident in what you are doing for yourself, for your family, for people around you? What in your life right now is contributing to that sense of balance? Whatever that is for you, that is going to be your ideal sense of balance and what you strive for daily. Again, when we talk about living gently with ourselves, we make room for and we open up the discussion that we change and we fluctuate on a daily basis. So this definition that you set for yourself, again, should not be static, but again, it is fluid and it gives space. It lends to the gentleness of this mindset. I keep saying that um, you change every single day and so will your definition of balance. So number one, don't let the idea of balance imbalance you. Craft your own definition and live to your own standards. Number two, Train your balance muscles. So I use this as an analogy, um, unless in that definition of balance that I was just talking about, something with working out or muscles has to do with your sense of balance, then sure, you can maybe train them literally. Um, but when I say train your balance muscles, I like to use a yoga analogy. So I myself, I am a yoga instructor. Um, and if you've ever practiced yoga before, or maybe even if you've ever seen a picture of yoga, um, you can very easily tell 
not a lot of the poses are based in some sort of balance. So either balancing on one foot, maybe it's balancing on your hands or balancing on your head. If you're working for a little bit more advanced practice, it could just be um, balancing on both feet, but having your feet at different widths or standing at a different gait. Um, so a lot of the practice of yoga is really centered in this idea of balance. And um, as you'll see, looking at those poses, there's not just one pose that gets across this idea of balance in a yoga practice. There are tons of different poses that you can use or that you can employ in your yoga practice to help literally train the muscles in your body that contribute to a greater sense of balance in these physical postures or in these poses. Um, so I'll kind of take this analogy and broaden it to mean um, that just one practice in your life is not going to lead to this overall sense of balance, right? You don't walk into a yoga class and say like, okay, instructor Claire, hit me with tree pose, and then I'm going to walk out of here saying that I have the best balance in the world or that I can now stand on my head because I've practiced tree pose, right? Similarly, when we take this same concept and apply it to feeling balanced in our life, we don't just focus on one area of life. You don't sit down and say, you know, okay, I saw this person on Instagram. She ate the salad. She looked really balanced. So now I'm going to eat a salad and expect for um, my relationship with my family, friends, significant other, and my pets um, to be better because I ate the salad, right? Um, we don't focus on one aspect of wellness in hopes that it will like transform everything else without us ever having to lift a finger. So the main thing I want to get across here is balance is not just about food. Balance is not just about mindset. It's not just about movement or exercise. It's not just about connecting to your sense of purpose. It is about all of that in one. And I truly and honestly believe that anyone um, portraying the message or convincing you that balance is simply eating better or that balance is simply hitting the gym for an hour every single day, I believe that they're doing you a disservice. Not that they are meaning to do you a disservice necessarily, but by representing or picking out this one-sided, this one dimension of, of balance or wellness and convincing you that that is the entirety of the puzzle, I truly think that, again, they're doing you a disservice. So my main push for you here, my main challenge for you is to find ways to grow in each category, um, growing in your understanding and your knowledge of nutrition and what food feels the best in your own body and allows you to um, grow towards the best version of yourself physically and making sure that your idea of nutrition doesn't take away from your mental health by holding you to such rigid, rigid quote unquote health standards, right? Um, and mindset, finding ways to grow and give yourself space to um, lighten your self-talk or make the way you speak to yourself kinder or more gentle um, and really take away as much as you can that negative self-speak that undermines all other aspects of your life. When we talk about movement, finding ways to explore movement or exercise that doesn't punish your body for what it looks like or what you ate, but rather celebrates what you can do and makes you excited to add that movement into your life. 
when you're connecting to your sense of purpose, right? Taking some time to figure out what makes you come alive, like what makes you really, really excited um, and spending a little bit more time doing that or simply exploring that, right? Like if your thing is knitting, like that is what makes you feel on fire for life inside, then like watch a knitting video, like learn how to do something new, right? Um, So it's all of these things that contribute to a sense of balance and exploring how to be better at each one of them. So you may be saying, okay, Claire, sounds cool, but like, how do I get that information or how do I fit that into my life? Well, I always like to say in the day and age of the internet, like there are so many tools and resources available to you right now for free. Anyone, seriously guys, like anyone who has something to give away or some sort of skill to teach people in this day and age, they will likely give a taste of it away for free. Yeah, sure. You may have to exchange an email address because there's these things called opt-ins and funnels that, yeah, they want to keep showing up in front of you every single day. But if you want a taste of what they have to give, they'll usually give some of it away for free. And in my personal case, um, shameless plug here, everything that I just mentioned, the food, the mindset, the movement, and the connection to a sense of purpose or a higher purpose, those are the core principles and foundations of my nutrition coaching practice, my gentle nutrition coaching program. Yes, I work with people one-on-one, but I also have a ton of free resources if you want to explore more about what I do or if you want to get a taste. Again, for free, I'm one of those people who will give it to you because I honestly believe in the value of what I have to offer that, yes, I will answer your messages. I will... um, invite you to my free private Facebook support group so you can get my info every single day and you can get support from other people who um, work with me and who also receive that info. Um, I will give you a free guide to intuitive eating. All of these things that, you know, I want you to become the best version of yourself. So I am more than willing um, to help be a part of that journey for free. And side note, this is again, shameless plug still. If you have any interest in the things I just mentioned, don't hesitate send me a direct message, send me an email on any platform, and I will gladly add you to any of those groups. But it's simply a matter of surrounding your feed, your email inbox, what you consume on a daily basis through social media, through your friends, through you know your work, any conversation that you have, surrounding them, um, those spheres with people whose messaging aligns with your goals, um, especially when it comes to social media. So finding those accounts who speak to you, who add value to your life, who help you to become a better version of yourself rather than surrounding your social media with accounts and messagings that are going to bring you down. So we are training our balance muscles by focusing not on one aspect of your life or not on just one yoga pose in in the terms of my analogy, but rather focusing on how the whole thing looks or how the whole puzzle looks um, rather than just one piece. So Lastly, number three um, is an idea that I got from one of the most recent podcasts that I listened to from my friend Trevor. His podcast is called The Muscle and Hustle Podcast. Check it out for sure. Um, And his friend Nick, his last name is escaping me at the moment. I looked it up before I hopped on this recording, but uh, of course I didn't write it down and I can't remember, but um, it's his most recent episode. And he was talking about the idea of falling in love with the process, not the product. Um, So I cannot take credit for coining that phrase because it was out of Nick's brain. 
But I really, really love this analogy um, about falling in love with the process and not the product because I think so often in our day and age, again, coming back to this like instant gratification, social media world, and we're constantly bombarded with these images, right? Um, those images are all praising the product. They're saying like, look at me, like I lost 20 pounds doing X, Y, and Z program, or, you know, I'm eating the salad and look how great I look, or like just spent 20 minutes meditating, look at the smile beaming off of my face. And again, I'm not saying this as an attack on anyone because all of those things are coming from a positive place. They're coming from a place that means well, but they're more praising the product or the outcome of such activities or behaviors rather than the process, the hard work, the effort, um, the learning curve, and a lot of times the disappointment, the ups and downs that come in the process. So I think by constantly focusing on the product, um, this is why my nutrition coaching program is not focused in weight-based measures. So if someone comes to me and says like, hey, I have a weight loss goal, of course, that is fine. If that is your goal for yourself, that is not for me to shame or tell you that you should not have that goal because that is really up to you to decide. But what I rather focus on as a coach and what I want to convey to my clients and my followers is that we are working together throughout a process. And every single day, we are learning to love what the process brings us rather than constantly putting our focus, our health, and our happiness on this thing that is fixed in the future, right? Because, you know, and I talk about this in a later podcast episode, I believe it was two episodes ago. Um, I just like to use the idea of, of weight loss or the example because it's something that's so prevalent. If you are constantly placing your health and your sense of happiness or accomplishment with your nutrition, with your health and wellness journey on a certain weight loss goal, everything up until then um, will not be days that are happy. They will not be days that are um, rooted in this place of learning or how can I be better, right? Everything will always be future oriented. Like I will be happy when I lose this weight or I can only be happy if I hit my certain macro targets or I'm a failure if I eat this food, et cetera, et cetera. So when we're constantly focused on the product, there's so much room for setting yourself up um, to be sad and to be disappointed, right? And to not praise the process where if you're falling in love with the process and you were just completely enamored, like waking up every single day saying like, you know, what am I going to learn today? Um, what am I going to be challenged with? What am I going to find out about myself that I maybe didn't know before? And then use that as fuel in my, in my metaphorical gas tank in order to get to my product, um, but not let that be the sole determinant of success with my program, with my mindset, with my health, with my nutrition, whatever it may be. So falling in love with the process, learning to love yourself every single day, not just fixing your health and success on one single outcome. So that is all I have today, my friends, when we are talking about balance. Um, if you are liking what you were hearing on this podcast platform, I would really, really, truly love and appreciate if you were to rate me with some stars, if you were to leave a comment 
or a rating. Um, I really want to take this podcast platform and help to grow it in the future, inviting more and more guests using this as a, again, one of those free spaces or free tools for you guys to learn how to become the best version of yourself through nutrition and lifestyle that is seen through a little bit of a different lens. And the way that I can take this platform and grow it and do that for you um, is if you show me some support, leave me a rating, leave me a comment if you can even do that. You know you know what I'm talking about. Leave me the stars, type something in, tell me what you learned from this episode and never, never hesitate. If anything in this resonated with you to one, share it on social media. Um, two, connect with me on social media. Reach out personally. Like I said earlier, I respond to every DM, every email personally. Sometimes even consequently, I will end up writing you a small novel by accident. Um, but bottom line is, I really love hearing from you guys, and I would really love to know what you learned from this episode if you got something useful out of it. But until next week, I will see you again. Have an awesome week, my friends. Yours truly, Claire.